balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. I'm 58 years old. I was told about balance of nature. I watched an older couple in their 90s go from being couch potatoes and not moving at all to getting up. And then within a few weeks, they started going up and walking to get the mail. And then they're walking around the blocks. I mean, hello. And I'm like, all right, if these people can feel better, what can it do for me? I'm now out of bed all day long. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KATE. Welcome to the My Pillow 2.0 commercial. Good. Cut. We got it. Welcome to the set of the My Pillow 2.0, the most amazing pillow in history. That new technology is still the My Pillow's patented fill. And now we have new technology we didn't have back when I invented My Pillow that's going to help you sleep. It's absolutely amazing. And you're the first ones that can check it out. Go to mypillow.com, use the promo code on your screen, and we brought back the buy one, get one free. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. Use the promo code KATE, K-A-T-E, to help the show, but also to get your buy one, get one free pillow with the new patented technology. And guess what? You can get through a whole night. You won't be sweating through the night. In fact, it keeps your neck and head really cool, and you're going to love the new patented technology on this 2.0 pillow. Get one. You're going to love it. I'm serious. Thanks, you guys. Rise and shine, fragile Americans. There's a victimhood to be claimed and microscopic germs to fear. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Once again, the eyes of the nation have turned here to this tiny village in western Pennsylvania. Blah, 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 blah. There is no way that this winter is ever going to end. This is pitiful. A thousand people freezing their butts off waiting to worship a rat. What a hype. Probably like they used to mean something in this town. They used to pull the hog out and they used to hate it. You're hypocrites. All of you. You know, you want a prediction about the weather. You're asking the wrong film. I'll give you a winter prediction. It's going to be cold. It's going to be gray. And it's going to last you for the rest of your life. Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly Show at your service. Happy to be here today on a Thursday. Chris Ann Hall was not able uh, to be here today. And she'll be back with us next week as she's been on the show for like six, seven years yep. now. Uh, maybe eight. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, Uncle Milty's here. And of course, Groundhog Day. We'll cover that. But our, our guest right now, this is such an important, important important thing. Please just park your car wherever you're at and listen. We have Dr. Simone Gold on and I'm so happy to have you on. Welcome to the show, Dr. Gold. 
Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me, Kate. Absolutely. In fact, let me just tell you a little bit about her. She is a licensed emergency physician and attorney. She's the visionary who led the pivotal uh, press conference event that broke the spell of coronavirus, thank goodness, uh, panic in 2020, and created the most viral moment in modern media history when she became the founder of America's Frontline Doctors and now leads the nationwide movement to drain the science swamp. Oh, I'm so grateful for her. Dr. Gold is America's expert voice of common sense and scientific clarity in the information war against medical Marxism. That's absolutely what it is. And the fraud of corporate media and medical bureaucracy. And she continues to stand as a frontline advocate for civil liberties. Welcome to the program. There's so much to ask you about. Um, and the last time I spoke with you, I had you on the Alex Jones show and we talked about the fact that you spoke, you were invited to speak January 6th. And because of that event of you going to speak, you were then thrown in prison. Um, after a series of it, you were thrown in prison. Can you please speak to that? I know so many of our listeners were so worried, so concerned and praying for you that they could actually get away with doing that to you. And uh, could you please speak to that? Yes. First of all, I just want to say thank you to everybody who was a prayer warrior or sent me letters that really gave me hope. It's hard to describe if you haven't been in that situation, but it's overwhelming and it's depressing and sad and, and just terrible. And then when I would get letters, it really changed everything. So I want to thank every single person, every single one. Yes. I was an invited guest speaker to speak at the Capitol on January 6th. It was a typical kind of event for me. I'm a public speaker. I had three other speaking engagements that week. January 6th, of course, did not go as planned um, without talking about the complexities of that, I was there physically, though, where I was physically located was very close to the spot where I was invited to be a guest speaker. The government canceled the speeches at the last moment, and that's how I kind of came to find myself in the Capitol. There's plenty of video where you can see me actually giving my health speech. I am passionate about the subject of medical freedom, medical tyranny, etc., and that's what I was doing. There's lots of video, and it was shocking to find myself um, on the other side of FBI, uh, huge weapons, rifles, guns pointing at me when they did a very violent SWAT team arrest. Uh, 12 days after January 6th, and then I, for the next year and a half, had to battle this in the criminal justice system, only to discover that I had been charged with five uh, infractions, including a 20-year felony charge, which was unbelievable wow. for an event that was completely videotaped and calm and peaceful, showing me giving a, a speech. That's why I took a misdemeanor plea for trespass, mm -hmm. and I expected the judge to give me community service. Instead, he gave me 60 days in federal penitentiary. I was not sent to a low security or minimum security place. I was sent to FDC Miami, which is considered a maximum security place, to serve 60 days, and I did that this past summer. I was very frightened when I went in. Unfortunately, there was no special attention paid to me on the inside. I was just another prisoner, um, and so I emerged safe and sound, but it was a pretty horrific experience, and I'm a witness to tell you that this is genuinely happening in our nation. I know that your listeners know this, but I'm just another witness telling you that the abridgment of our civil rights, it's here, it's, it's, it's alive and well in 2022, 23. It's, it's awful. I'm so sorry that you had to go through. I still cannot believe what they were able to do to you. I, I, it floor, I think it floors people because you did. You just gave a speech. Um, I, I want to point out to everybody how horrific it is that, you, that the government has videotape of their so-called crime, right? Mm -hmm. The entire videotape is there, and yet they manage to somehow... Yes. in federal penitentiary yes. for, for things that are so obviously not violent and so obviously free yes. speech. Yes, and not one picture ever emerged of the 140 officers that stood there for an hour taking a beating from 40, 50, 60-year-olds mm -hmm. wearing wearing uh, patriotic clothing. Um, never once did we ever see a photo of that. So the altercation that took place did not take place. 
100%. We now know that the media was suppressed, so I'm not disputing the videos that show some little pockets of violent area. I'm not disputing that, but what I am furious mm-hmm. about, as everyone listening to me is furious about, that that so much social media, cell phones, pictures, texts that people were sending in real time, all of that was suppressed. We know that now. The, the data is out. So, for example, for someone like me who is who was there that day, and all I saw is peacefulness, right? Mm-hmm. My texts and my cell phone images and my postings to, to social media, those were suppressed. So the American people got a very distorted picture of that day. Yes. You're exactly right. You're very, it was a very small pocket, and I, I have reason to believe that it was basically FBI agents um, coordinating that. But uh, I, I, it's just sickening what has prevailed since, and the fact that they were able to do to do that to you. You have been one of the leading doctors, and obviously the leader of that uh, American frontline doctors, and so appreciate all that you brought to the forefront since 2020. And uh, I know that so many people are so grateful to you because we were searching for uh, wisdom, and you guys certainly brought that to the table with real doctors who actually who actually do good medicine and are actual uh, doctors that I actually respect. So thank you for all those efforts. Of course, for sure. And the fight's not over, right? They right. Just, they're introducing tyranny in her country through, through quote-unquote public health or through, you know, medical fear. Mm-hmm. And that's what frontline doctors stood up to do. And later we'll talk about the new, the new model that's going to replace the medical Marxism. That's goldcare.com. And I'll talk about that, too. Yes, yeah, so let's do. In fact, let's talk about what happened in uh, California. People need to understand this. Oh, this is a big deal. So I, I've been living in California for 20 years. I recently escaped to the free state of Florida, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm very familiar with California and its warped policies. So I keep an eye. So as you know, uh, for those of you who don't know, California just passed a law on January 1st um, that essentially gags, it's a gag order against physicians. So if physicians were to say something that disagreed with the government in terms of COVID policy, the physician could lose their license. So let's analyze that. As you said, I'm also an attorney as well as a doctor. Mm-hmm. First of all, the doctor is like any other American citizen. The doctor has free speech rights, and this bill takes away the doctor's free speech rights. If a doctor wants to say something foolish or wrong, it, the doctor is as allowed to do that as anybody else is allowed to do that. Right. If you start restricting certain classes of people, especially people that are licensed, right, that the government can control their money, this is very, very dangerous because after you do it to doctors, you're going to do it to small business owners, you're going to do it to restaurants, you're going to do it to gym owners and hairdressers. Why not? You can just suppress a whole class. So this law suppresses one licensed class that would be physicians from saying something that the person just wants to say. Pure free speech. It has nothing to do with patient care. It has nothing to do with if the patient, if the doctor shows up drunk in the OR. It just has to do with the doctor's words and opinions. So be, be very scared when your government says a particular group of people can't say something. The second way, in a very practical way this hurts you, is let's say you go to a doctor on any subject, cancer or any subject, Mm -hmm. and maybe you don't like it or you have a funny feeling about it, or maybe you like the doctor, but you still want to check out options and you go to another doctor. This is commonly done by people. It's called getting a second opinion. (laughs) Right. Yes. All of a sudden, your second opinion is outlawed as a matter of law. What are the odds that you, as a patient, are ever going to get informed, solid information? If the doctor knows that they can't say X, Y, Z, then they're only going to tell you A, B, C. So this law does exactly that. So it, it's horrific. It came, in, it went into law, California, January 1st, the only state in the nation. But as you know, other states look at to see what California does. But it was A, B, 2098, which now became law. Now, there's three different challenges to that law right now. So right this minute, 
there's a bit of a stay on it. So mm-hmm. right this minute, it's not being enforced yet, but it, it is the law of the land right now in California, and and we need to win this battle. Um, and every single person needs to care about this issue. I don't care if you're left, right, polka dot, upside down, inside out, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. If you wanna be able to have a second opinion that's unbiased from a medical professional, this law eliminates that. A hundred percent. I'm in just so much agreement with you. I, you can't believe this because doctors truly cannot actually be doctors. If you don't, if you don't, uh, like in a hospital, if they don't do exactly what the NIH is saying, right? Um, or those orders aren't handed down, maybe even written by attorneys right now, and this is happening in my state, then they open themselves up to liability. So we, we've curtailed doctors down to basically, you know, they, they're allowed to do X, Y, Z, nothing else. They can't give an opinion. They can't do any kind of doctoring. They, it's just down to what they're told to say and do by the government. So the government's your doctor. A hundred percent. And this is so dangerous. So, so dangerous because, you know, everybody knows common sense tells you that that quote unquote science changes over time. And by the way, in this particular instance, in the last three years, it's not even that the science changed. It's just that the censorship, um, we outed the censorship. But for three years, two years, you couldn't say that hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin worked. If you did, you were banned everywhere. Now they can't do it because the studies are overwhelming. And honestly, because Elon Musk bought Twitter. But you know, for a long time, you couldn't say that. So that's what this bill does. This bill says that if a doctor says something that the government doesn't like, the doctor could lose their license. And I can assure you, the doctor's not gonna put your interests ahead of their own license. Absolutely. And when it goes in California, that tends to make its uh, make its way. California, New York, and then usually it goes inward. Um, so if this if this is going through, we can expect to see this in the states in the next few years. Blanket America, I would imagine, uh-huh. right? Yes, 100%. This is this is unbelievably scary. So it's scary because it, as a doctor, as a patient, you want to be able to give and get second opinions. And it's scary that the government is attempting to interfere with the free speech rights of any group of citizens, in this case, doctors. But it yes. could be bankers. It could be nurses. It could be hairdressers. Why not? Why not? Yes, 100%. And so then also, this is any any doctor in any, so not just hospitals, not just certain, it's all doctors, correct? You bring up a really good point. Let me explain. So when you hear the threats against doctors, there's various levels of threat. To threaten your quote-unquote board certification is pretty bad. To threaten your hospital privilege is pretty bad. But the worst threat of all Mm -hmm. is your medical license. Right. This is a direct threat on the doctor's medical license. That's their livelihood. That's everything they went to school for. It wipes out everything else. It wipes out your hospital privileges, your board certification. It's This is the biggest threat you can possibly do to to a doctor. We're going to come right back. We have a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back more with Dr. Simone Gold. Amazing, right? Goldcare.com, goldcare.com. You must go there. Support her efforts. She'll be right back with us for a a brief uh, extra five minutes, uh, ten minutes, and I really appreciate her coming on today. Be right back with Dr. Simone Gold and Uncle Milty. This is the Kate Daly Show, just hitting 18.5 million. Thanks, you guys. Be right back. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Of course, I'm so glad that you're sharing the podcast, hitting 18.5 million. Please keep doing that. And uh, hello to all the cities that we're in. I really appreciate you playing this show on the air. I also want to say, get over to MyPillow.com. MyPillow has a new pillow out, and you can actually sleep through the night without sweating to death. (laughs) If you have that issue, this is the... uh, 
MyPillow 2.0. And MyPillow 2.0 has new technology. They're actually doing a deal. Mike's doing a deal to, uh, two for one. So you can buy a pillow and get an extra. And they are fantastic. I'm, t- I'm here to tell you, you need to get in on this deal. Go to MyPillow.com. Code word is Kate, K-A-T-E. And uh, you'll love it. You will love their products, their robes, their slippers. My husband's in love with the slippers and the robe. And, of course, you're going to love everything that they've got there. So take advantage of the up to 90% savings. And Mike is doing a, a good job exposing election fraud that we know is absolute election fraud in this country. Um, and so my guest, our guest, is Dr. Simone Gold. Um, she is a, a, an MD. She is also an attorney. And... I'll tell you, her story just uh, gets me every time that they were able to uh, to do what they did to you from the January 6th thing. I love what you did with COVID. Can I ask you a question that will lead into my next question, Dr. Gold? And that is, how did you know? How did you become very awake? I mean, there's lots of MDs out there. How did you, emergency room physicians, how did you know to, to start doing something different when the COVID headlines hit? Oh my gosh, that's a great question. Um, I thought about that a lot. I, I think I think it has to do with a person's underlying personality, which is a very unsatisfying answer because when you pick a physician, you don't necessarily pick based on their personality and you wouldn't know anyway. Mm-hmm. But I think there has to be a certain level of lack of arrogance. I don't want to say humility exactly, mm-hmm. but a, a lack of arrogance. I didn't know until 2020 that my peers were so not curious. I mean, I couldn't believe... Mm in 2020, I was sort of excited about the whole thing. I'd be asking my ER peers, you know, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And people were incredibly uncurious. They just parroted, you know, the coronavirus task force or the CDC, which I thought was bizarre. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Kate, I'm not sure how to tell you to vet for that in a doctor because it was invisible to me, even working side by side with doctors, that so many doctors were not curious. I told you on the break that I think that the system, the medical system is irretrievably broken. It cannot be fixed. There's mm-hmm. too many incentives to to help the doctor not put the patient first. There's financial incentives not to put the patient first. There's professional incentives not to put the patient first. And there's this um, certain kind of arrogance in the culture that like encourages you not to put the patient first, right? Yes. So. This is why um, I've turned my attention to building a solution and a replacement to the medical Marxist model, which is what we're, we're all engaged in, and me even until two years ago. And that is goldcare.com, because I find it so difficult to find honest, ethical doctors. It's Amen. so difficult. It's taken me two years to put these people together, because you have to search them out one by one. I, I can't tell you any quick way to find an ethical doctor. Yeah, it, it floored me when my um, husband was in the hospital and we got him out in those three days. The video went viral. And when that happened, it was amazing to me to see for the first time up close and personal how arrogant they were, how they absolutely did not care about saying it was safe and effective, even though the elephant in the room was everyone knew it had just come out. This remdesivir wasn't used. Uh, it was only taken out of a, a trial where it caused a lot of death. And they were saying it's safe and effective. It's safe and effective with a smile. And I, I and, and the elephant in the room is truly it had just been out so how could they say that why would they say that just because they're told to here's yeah no no a hundred percent so i was an er physician i'm an er physician for many many years Mm -hmm. and i know exactly how it works and you don't think of it in the system as being fraudulent you simply think of it as going you're doing the same thing that the group is doing the hospital gives you guidelines and they seem to make sense and you just kind of follow them Mm -hmm. and i i'm ashamed to say that i did that for a lot of years i don't think i ever did anything that 
really conflicted with something I thought. Mm -hmm. You know, usually there's sure. a lot of choices to do things. So the hospital might prefer one over the other and you understood it was a financial difference, but it wasn't wrong, for example. It was just like one choice over another. For the first time since 20, in 2020, after, the hospitals were actually telling you to do things that was bad for patients and there were financial incentives tied to it. So if a patient got remdesivir and did not get ivermectin, the hospital got a bigger payment from the government, which was out. Outrageous. Yeah. And you as a patient had no idea that was the case. The quick solution to this is you cannot expect people who you don't pay to have your best interest at heart, plain beginning and end. Right. So people, for example, that have Medicare, they, they think that Medicare is good. It's not. Medicare had financial incentives that killed you. Right. Killed you. Right. So, so the solution has to be the doctor and the patient relationship has to be the only relationship that matters. And to get that working, you actually have to pay the doctor. That's it. it, it that that has so to be true. the system going forward. That is so true. Because if I was a doctor in the ICU and I knew my death rate was um, abnormally high using an experimental drug, I would probably ask a question. Um, but to then just blame it on COVID, and that's what they were doing. They were blame, wringing their hands and blaming it on COVID, although they knew they were using something that had that was an ex, was experimental, that had just been named for it and named before, of course, they even named COVID, which I found very suspicious. But I think you're absolutely right on the curious nature of a personality, because you'll find that doctors have it or don't have it. And if they don't have it, they won't look, they won't do research. You're, I think you're right on the money on that. It's curiosity. It's trying to understand what you're actually doing when you say safe and effective. Can you actually back that up? Do you know it's safe and effective, right? There was a tremendous lack of curiosity coupled with, as a small business owner, you would have to respond to your customer, right? Mm -hmm. If your customer didn't like you or wasn't doing well and wasn't returning, you would respond to that. But we had a lack of curiosity and no financial repercussions to the person making the decision. It was just a job. Overwhelmingly, doctors are now employees. My dad was a doctor. I'm a daughter of a doctor. I've grown up in medicine my whole life. Doctors very rarely in my dad's day were employees, maybe 5%. I mean, I'm just You're making right. up the number. I don't right. know. Nowadays, about 80% of doctors are employees. So essentially, if you're in a general medical field, it's basically all doctors. Mm -hmm. If you are maybe a plastic surgeon or a dermatologist or an orthopedist or an ophthalmologist, you might have your own practice, for example. But virtually everybody else is working for some other corporate interest. And when that corporate interest conflicts with your best interest, you're going to lose. Absolutely. So did you know you were putting everything on the line when you stood up and said, now, wait a second on this whole COVID thing. Let's rethink this. Did you... Did you know you were doing that? Did you think you were doing that at the time? The greatest, it's the greatest question, Kate. No. And I would encourage everybody that at every moment of every day to simply do the right thing. You don't know what the future holds. I certainly did not know right. th that I'd be embarking on this entirely different path for myself. But I can tell you one thing. I sleep easy at night. I don't know how doctors who are doing wrong by their patients sleep easy at night. I don't, I don't get it. It's I a special either. kind of hell of a thing. I don't either. I don't understand it at all. And so moving forward, people can access gold care. And I love this because we were begging for this a couple of years ago. Oh, we were yeah. begging for this because I knew that in order to get my husband out, I had to rely on good doctors that I was able to talk to and text. Had I not had that, I'd probably be a widow right now. Or so the um, one of the nurses told me I w would have been a widow. So with with saying that gold care, what can people do now to take care of their own health and get to the right and the good doctors? Right. So it starts from the 
you have to have a doctor who works for you. Now, in addition, I've handpicked virtually everybody who works for gold care. Okay. Um, but beyond that, like, let's say as we grow and grow and grow, and there'll be hundreds and hundreds of doctors, I wouldn't be able to handpick each of them, Mm -hmm. but each of them only works for you. That's it. That's the difference. And, And that's the foundation. It's, it's very, um, the doc, the patient's in charge, the same as if you go to a lawyer or a tax accountant and that person works for you and you know, they're giving you their best advice. Now, maybe they're good, maybe they're bad, but you know that there's not another motive involved, right? right. They're working for you. You don't like them. You can move on. That's what gold care is. It's kind of a throwback to old fashioned practice. Doctor patient relationship is primary. Then in addition to that, we have picked such bright, such capable people, mission driven, want to take care of people. We have so many innovative things. For example, we do, there's a whole path of de-prescribing. Mm-hmm. Your grandmother or your mother's on like five medicines and you want to get them off, right? Right. right. We work for you to de-prescribe, de-prescribe. We work on nutrition. We put wellness in an equal footing with illness. You know, I was trained as an ER physician to just really care about illness. We weren't even trained about wellness. Right. It's shocking like zero. So we put naturopaths on equal footing with traditional allopathic doctors. For example, we don't prioritize sickness. The current model, the doctors really only get paid if you carry an illness diagnosis. Well, once you eliminate the third party payer and it's just you and the doctor, they can just tell you what you need. Maybe you just need to lose 10 pounds. They don't need to (laughs) pretend it's like diabetes, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, my favorite pre-diabetes or pre-hypertension. That's proving to you that it's an illness model so they can get paid. Pre-diabetes or pre-hypertension is pretty much you got to lose weight and exercise. Amen. <laughs> Uncle Milty, I, I love that answer. I think sadly yeah. a lot of older people are the only ones that have seen this happen. My wife's doctor of uh, 30 years finally shut down his private practice and went to work for oh. a large medical corporation. Ouch. And she can't even stand to go to that doctor anymore. Exactly. That's happening. Young people don't see that. Yeah, that's happening a lot, isn't it, Dr. Gold? It's very invisible. It's going to get worse and worse. I'm, I hate to tell you that, but the reason it's going to get worse is there, the young doctor doesn't even know the comparison, exactly what you're saying, Uncle Nancy, exactly. I'm telling you that goldcare.com is the solution, and I'm not saying it because it's mine. <laughs> I'm saying it pulled right. together mm-hmm. for two years, yes. these freedom doctors and in addition we have naturopaths and we have wellness and we work to get you off your medicines and we work to teach you how to eat right and and the costs are completely transparent and there's nothing hidden and we i mean it's just it's what medicine should be well and i trust you i've met you i trust you and i know your instincts are good because you came out and one of the or if not the first doctor to say something's wrong here this isn't right re-examine this it was bold it took courage it took honesty and you did risk everything everything. And let me tell you, when you, uh, when you showed up January 6th to give that speech, I thought that was so amazing of you to do that. And then the way that you were treated after that, uh, I would just want the audience to realize how important it is when people like you lead out on something like this, like gold care, pay attention. This is something you want to do because you've got good instincts. You understand what's going on in the medical field. And that's huge because unless you get a front row seat, like I did in the ICU, then you start to see how, how socialistic, how Canada, we actually are in the United States and everything comes down from the NIH mm-hmm. as orders. You you can't imagine how dangerous hospitals are. I, I Again, I was a hospital doctor for my whole career. I never thought of it this way, but I think I would never set foot in a hospital ever again. I think no. I almost, I hate, right. I know it's a little bit 
hyperbole, but it's almost like the right. killing feels to me. When I saw the paperwork that you're on remdesivir and not on remdesivir, you got a financial bonus. I couldn't believe it. Now, why? That is the reason that that was so huge, right? If you're talking about ordinary corruption, okay, you know, remdesivir lobbies the hospital so that you know you use it, so it's a money thing. We all kind of understand that kind of corruption, right? But what was with putting that you couldn't take ivermectin, this cheap, safe, generic right, drug. With a great Why record. Why was that included as part of the reason to give you a bonus? Do they want you to die? Yeah. I can't draw yeah. a conclusion. I can't either. I can't either because it had the greatest safety record of any medicine on earth. I'm thinking you've got to be kidding me. I know we've only got 30 seconds left. What do you want people to know, Dr. Gold? I really want people to go to uh, two things. One is... As you hear things about me in the news, just remember who I've always been for three years. Yes. Nothing has changed. I'm exactly the same. And there's a lot of targets on my back. Yep. Number two, for you, as a gift to the American people, I have built Gold Care with sweat, blood, and tears. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Goldcare.com is a solution to the medical Marxism. Amen. Dr. Simone Gold, yep. so good to have you on the air. Love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for what you're doing. And I love, I love who you are. And I think that people really ought to pay attention to gold care as an option because I mean, as a solution, really. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Right. We'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. like to share my experience with uh, hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Uh, on April 2nd, um, I was introduced to Inside Out Hyperbaric by someone in the medical field. I've got neuropathy, diabetes, high blood pressure, as well as a few other health problems. And on April 2nd, I went into that doctor. Uh, he tested my blood pressure. It was 178 over 92, and my heart rate was 92. April 8th in the afternoon, I went back to my doctor that afternoon and he tested my blood pressure again. And on that day, it read 129 over 62 and my heart rate was 71. So being so impressed with what had happened in just three treatments with these uh, hyperbaric oxygen treatments. Check us out on the web at InsideOutHyperbarics.com. InsideOutHyperbarics, bringing out the best in you. This is Kate. Listen, everybody, we've got about three weeks left to purchase the replica coin, the silver round uh, for, for the show to keep us on the air. This coin was modeled after the first coin ever minted in the United States. So there's some history to it. Lady Liberty and the stars around her. Great history lesson for your kids, your grandkids to look at comes in a beautiful case. Yes, it's marked up to $99 to help this show stay on the air. And we need you. There's a limited number left. Please get yours before uh, this ends in about three weeks. So please go online and you can grab it for $99. I'd grab some extra for the kids. It'll put 30, 40 bucks of silver back in your pocket. Yes, real silver. But uh, this coin is gorgeous. It says, be faithful, be fearless. It's a collector's coin, the Kate Daly Show coin, only available for three more weeks. And you can get them here at the studio, Canyon Media Studios in St. George, by cash or check. So they have them up at the front desk. I would love to see you do this to keep truth in radio on the air. The questions that need to be asked, the things we need to talk about, because there's only a couple of shows like mine that are live on the air in the United States right now. Keep this one afloat. Keep free speech afloat. Thank you for all that you're doing for truth in radio. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. 
The little rodent is only accurate 40% of the time. That much? Uh-huh. <laughs> so why why do we why do we keep up this ridiculous thing of looking at this rodent for winter? Yeah, I think if they made him get a, a, a license and a meteorological uh-huh. degree, it would help their accuracy. <laughs> yeah, national news. I'm not kidding. They assured you that he didn't have a degree. Really? Yes, I was. I was shocked and alarmed that the rodent doesn't have a degree, and um, but he's able to tell us about winter, and he's only accurate forty percent of the time. But this goes along with every TV expert that CNN and Fox and everybody else puts on. They're hardly ever accurate, but they get called an expert, and they have degrees. Oh, thank you to Dr. Simone Gold for coming on and making sense of the the, the that question that's been looming for me. You know, um, looming in a way that is, um, why are they going along? Because I know all of us know people that are physicians and nurses, and they don't seem to ever be curious or ever ask a question. And she brings up, she brought up a really solid point about that. And that is that they don't have curiosity. And when the boss tells them what to say, they want to go right along with that. And if they do look for an answer or they maybe they do have some curiosity about something and they come up with something different, then the employer won't like it. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that will honestly wear the mask until their death. They will they a nurse or a doctor that will say over and over again that this is remdesivir is amazing and it's not killing people but covid is and also that um that you know you have uh you have covid they're just sure of it even though they're not because the test has no covid in it to absolutely make that that summary um but they'll stand there and they'll do it with the most just insane like i know what i'm talking about kind of kind of way it, it stuns me it stuns me um i do want to mention balance of nature please go get balance of nature please get healthy and when i talk to the doctors the ones like simone gold that understand health the the biggest thing you could do for yourself like she said sometimes it's solved through exercise and dieting maybe it's not a pharma pill <laughs> right balance of nature is amazing because it's 31 fruits and vegetables a day going into your system the phytonutrients of those fruits and vegetables. So please go get it. Balanceofnature.com. Balanceofnature.com. I can't sing its praises high enough. And uh, code word Kate. You must use the code word Kate, K-A-T-E, my first name, in order to get that 35% off free shipping, and it helps the show. I love it. Let's take a uh, caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. Hey, right Milty. Hey. Did you catch Kate on InfoWars yesterday? Nope. She did a great piece on uh, facial recognition. Thank you. That was so nice of you. Great. Thank you. Yeah, Milty, you should check it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll listen to it. <laughs> I'll make him. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Hey. Yeah. Do you, do you guys remember the Groucho Marx face gear with the glasses and the nose and the mustache? Uh-huh. I'm totally adding that. Yeah. What, what if everybody wore those? That we would could be really hilarious. drive those guys bananas. That would be so funny, actually. I love it. I love it. Thank you. I love the suggestion. Yep. And uh, what if you're a Kardashian, but you completely change your face all the time? 
and you're unrecognizable from your high school graduation photo. It, it actually would be very easy to, get... <laughs> to make changes to your face. I'm like, hmm, what about all the plastic surgery that's going on? Well, not only that, but there's such great makeup anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You can really make yourself look totally different. Right. I do it all the time. Right. Well, <laughs> do you? <laughs> uh, Dr. Simone Gold, too, We didn't. she didn't mention this, but she had talked at when she got out of prison. Um, they put her in for those 60 days in prison, maximum prison, for giving a speech on health li- freedom. Um, that uh, she uh, said that, you know, they were made to get the COVID shots, the boosters, against their will. And how horrifying that was, um, that the stuff that they were made to do. When you're, when you're convicted of a crime, I can't imagine being made to get a shot inside your body, that they, that they have that right to do that to you. If you say, I don't want that in my body, isn't it separate from the crime you committed that put you in prison? You know, the interesting thing about that is here they are trampling your mm-hmm. rights, and yet the uh, prison reform people constantly complain that prisoners don't have enough rights. Yeah, I know. Unless I, you're it, a political prisoner, well, then you shouldn't have any rights. Right, right, yeah. It's just, it's it, it's strange the things that we're going along with. Truly. Yeah, I mean, it really is. If, you know, if you're, if you're convicted and you're put in there, you should still have a right to your own body. And all of a sudden now you don't even have that. I mean, you're doing the penance for the crime. You're doing right. the consequence. You're in prison. But you still don't have a right to your own body. I don't get it with military either. Why are military made now their property of the United States? Aren't you a American citizen that joins the military? Why are you now the property of the United States? They can do whatever they want to you. I still well, don't understand that. No one's ever been able to explain but that. But you sign a contract when you enter but the military. Why? Well, be, be, I mean, you don't have to. You yeah. don't have to. Well, enlist. I know, but, but why, though? I mean, if you want to go fight, you want to go uh, learn some skills, you want to go into the service, why is your body not your own anymore? Well, the claim is is that it's about discipline and, 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 <laughs> uh-huh. and health, and they want you to be ready for combat. That's right. the excuse. I'm right. not saying it's correct, right, but right. that's the excuse. But when it comes to health, you you should be able to say, well, I want that or I don't want that, right? For my own body. You know, but if I was being sent, if I was in the army and I was being sent to fight in mm-hmm. China, mm-hmm. I think I wouldn't mind getting a yellow fever vaccine. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I would not get that. But um, but it's just like the same thing with, uh, what is it when you don't have to carry the gun if you're against the the movie. Remember the movie, that guy? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember the, the name of it. What's, what's it called? Something. I know, I know. Wow, you do my that, mind. and I can't. It I know, it just right slipped my mind where that. he didn't want Conscientious wanna... objector. Thank you. So, why can't you do that with your body? Why can't you be a conscious objector well, you can't, with you, your body? I, I well, mean, th- with a your lot rights. of guys did. I just It just floors me. Um, and she brought that up when she got out, and she just said it was so horrific. It was so horrific to have to endure um, because she should have never been put in there. That was absolutely our government and FBI. Oh, yeah. uh, Doing what they so evilly do. Is evilly a word? I just made it up. (laughs) My name is not George Bush either. Um, But uh, that's what they do. They're evil and they're able to conjure up a case and then put all those charges on her. It's disgusting. You know, the, the real strange thing is, is that she said, I took a plea on a misdemeanor mm-hmm. and she still serves 60 days in prison. Yeah. 
But you could go out here and commit a felony in your mm-hmm. town right now, mm-hmm. a criminal felony, a real one, like mm-hmm. robbery or some yes, kind of yes. theft, and then take a plea on a misdemeanor and get probation. Wow. And then, uh, I can't think of names today. I don't know what my problem is, but what's his face? The talk show podcaster that worked with Trump that just got time. And then he was able to not have to do the time. All right, you guys. I can't think of anybody's name today. What is my problem? Um, he's got a podcast. Uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah, hi. Um, I just finished listening to the interview you had with Dr. Gold. Mm-hmm. And just to say how, I mean, she's one of the brave people who's willing to stand up. And I, I really appreciate all that she's done. Um, yeah. And Frontline Doctors was an incredible institution in the beginning stages of all this to get information and get connected. So. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, I did want to comment that we here in Idaho also have a similar organization we're putting together and been working at it for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I can name sure, that organization, go for it. but it's no, similar to the one she has. I name don't know it. if hers is yeah. national. Hers is or national. Regional. Hers is national, but name it. Go ahead. It's fine. It's called Heart to Heal okay. Ministry.net, and okay. it's based on the same principle of a PMA. Excellent. which she has her structured the same way. Excellent. So that's what we're doing here to, to support the folks here in Southern Idaho. Awesome. Heart to Heal, right? HeartToHealMinistry.net. Yep. HeartToHealMinistry.net.net. Make sure it's .net. Thank you so much for letting us know. Correct. I right. really appreciate you. All right. Thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. Um, great. I'm so glad because people need answers, and they've now realized that we are knee-deep head deep in uh, socialized medicine because socialized medicine is when the doctors get told what to say to you, What they don't, they're not, they're not allowed to be doctors anymore. So there's starting to be more and more concierge mm-hmm. doctors too yeah, yeah. that answer to nobody, yeah. you know, they, yeah. they, they, only the patient, they don't take insurance. You right. have to pay them. Yep. But you know what? Not bad. It's not bad. It's a great idea because we need some freedom here with the price of insurance, health mm-hmm. insurance today. Mm-hmm. You can actually better afford to pay a doctor cash right. for the small little things you may go to him for, mm-hmm. and then just carry a major medical policy mm. that's much less expensive right. than a full-out health insurance plan. Right. Yeah. And and I know quite a few people who do it that way now and save a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that... Uh the left, these le- hardcore leftists, they just care so much about the poor, never care about the middle class having to meet the insane demands of the deductibles and the less care that you get. And the more you have to pay out of pocket, dinged in every single way. And it always seems to go up in these years um, with these people in office. You know, my wife Amazing. just retired. Mm-hmm. And if we had not had it set up where we could maintain an insurance plan and we had to go to COBRA, mm-hmm. it would have been 12000 dollars a year to have cobra <laughs> wow um or a month a year twelve thousand a year thousand dollars a month hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead hi i'm hi. glad to get you i just had something funny happen to me okay and your subject i thought would be funny mm-hmm. i was just at uh, intermountain Healthcare. Mm-hmm. having some work. I had an accident a couple of days ago. Oh, sorry. But one of the nurses told me, mm-hmm. or was talking to me, and I said, how do you feel about them dropping their name and mm-hmm. dropping care from Internet and Healthcare? Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, it's okay. He says, now we don't have to care. 
<laughs> Thanks for that. Really wow. appreciate that. Woo. Um, wow. Okay. Um, I have no comment on that. Uh, Steve Bannon was who I was talking about. Four months and uh, has not done that time, but they swiftly put in Simone Gold. Strange, right? Anyway, uh, hmm. it's just uh, bizarre to me. Um, all of that played out and happened to her. And I'll tell you, she's honest. And I, I will also tell you this, that there's a lot of people that are against, like, like trying to throw her under the bus pretty bad. And she's really an honest gal. I mean, I think she really has it right when she's saying she cares about people. She wants them to know the truth. She did risk everything and she kept risking everything after she realized she was risking everything. And that should tell you volumes about her. Don't listen to the bad press on her. She's actually pretty forthright in trying to help people. And it was the frontline doctors that helped me. So I, I owe them a debt of gratitude that I'm not a widow today. Right? Yep. Okay. So uh, listen to her because uh, there, are, there are a lot of people that are trying to, jeez, oh, throw her under the bus big time. Um, when we come back, we're going to be talking to uh, Farmer Kirk, and that'll be a lot of fun, too. we got to get an update, and I do have some things about plants I want to share with you, too. So that should be kind of interesting. Plants, and, and are they putting the stuff of vaccines into plants? Um, hmm. uh, we'll talk about that uh, for sure. There was also, let's see, I'm trying to remember everything that we were going to touch on because there were so many things, but that California bill that she talked about, Always remember that whenever they do a bill like that, they also try to sneak stuff in to 20 states at a time in their legislative sessions, which are usually going on right about now. So it probably would be good to do your due diligence and look for the bills that might be sneaking some of what California is trying to pass. And that is trying to say that doctors have no free speech rights whatsoever and cannot be doctors. They have to do exactly what they're told to do. So basically they become drug drug dealers uh here's pharma for you and that's basically the end of their role you have an illness here's pharma and uh basically the you know pharma pharma and our nih and cdc are all closely woven together the cdc ended up taking on bill gates as a partner what a decade ago and why did they take on a private partner in the cdc Mm -hmm. see so there's lots of intertwined things going on there and uh um, basically, the doctors would be reduced down to drug dealers. Here's a drug for you. Here's your illness. And that's it. And only can prescribe what uh, they're told to do. If that bill goes through, you're going to see it in other states. But it wouldn't surprise me to see some of that language thrown into other bills that are trying to pass right now. And maybe we're not understanding you know, how that works. But they usually do it in, in groups so they can get bills through like that so that because they, they know that states aren't going to be talking to each other. Usually, if you're in a state, you're going to mention a bill that's trying to pass in your state. But you don't realize, uh, many don't realize that it's trying to get through in many states at the same time. And they like it that way. Um, and it's groups that write those bills. So keep your eye on that bill. Ooh, ouch. Um, we thought we had it bad now. Just wait till that rolls through the United States. All right, you guys, we'll be right back with uh, Farmer Kirk, and we'll get an update on uh, what's going on out there in, uh, in America. Let's talk about that. We'll be right back.